Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode number 176, which we are recording on Saturday, September 22nd, 2018. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And today is a special day. It is, drumroll please, Yep, the last day of the Colors of Fall knit-along. Happy accident that we happen to be recording today about four days earlier than we would have for this episode because I'm leaving on vacation in just a couple of days and we figured, hey, why not record on the last day of the <laughs> Knit-along. That has never happened, I don't think, which is pretty cool. It just works out perfectly. Yeah. And I've been hearing people wishing each other happy first day of fall all day. Yep. So. Autumnal equinox. So yes. very cool day. And we are sitting in a new-to-us place. We are in a different part of Santa Cruz looking at some, some beautiful trees. And there are dragonflies buzzing all around. It's really cool. It's really cool. Yeah. A lot of dragonflies. Yeah, it's like a dragonfly party happening yes. out there. So it's <laughs> very, very cool. Very nice, pleasant little place we've found here. So we may be recording again here in the future. <laughs> so what are you wearing? I am wearing my Latitude sweater by Elizabeth Doherty. This is a sweater I knit just fairly recently and mine is a solid color latitude the pattern picture shows a striped version of the sweater mine is a solid a medium blue knit in the holst yarn coast so it's extremely lightweight it was chilly this morning and i put on a sweater now that we're sitting in a car it's kind of heating up so the sweater might come off in a little yeah. bit but i have to say love my lightweight sweaters so this is great and i love this design and that was your colors of fall this oh you're sweater. right I this know. is my yep. color of fall project how perfect that i wore exactly it <laughs> on the first day of fall there were at least four I of forgot. us who knit latitudes for the knit along yeah three I of totally us did it in coast that, but yep. this works out perfectly i'm wearing my fall sweater i'm not wearing it with what i envisioned wearing for the entire fall look because i still have sandals on <laughs> it's not quite ready in it's santa cruz time for me to wear actual shoes yet. but in santa cruz fall varies so much that you could definitely be wearing any variety of shoes yes. during fall here absolutely so. true yeah so from thongs to boots yes <laughs> and we'd certainly see that variety exactly so how about you gail what are you wearing i'm not wearing any hand knits because it just didn't work out that way. It was too warm by the time I left the house <laughs> to be wearing any hand knits. But I'm going to talk about something that's sitting in the car with us that Charlene just gave me as oh. an early birthday <laughs> present. She often for birthdays and Christmas, she will make some very cool thing that has our Yarniacs podcast logo on it. And she did this again with a coffee mug and it's so cool so i put it on the dashboard of the car so it's our little centerpiece for recording today so i think that qualifies almost as a what am i wearing oh and charlene's going to take a picture of it for the show notes very good idea but i have been wearing lots of hand knits lately i wore my ease sweater last night for the first time this season it was chilly enough to wear a worsted weight sweater in the evening i started out with my dragonfly jumper which, and look at all the dragonflies, oh, coincidentally. Yes. The dragonfly jumper, I pulled it on and I looked at Mike and I said, oh, it's still too cold. It's too cold <laughs> for this sweater. I'm going to go put on another one. So I will tell you about the color match. Don't let me forget the color match of my ease sweater to another project I will talk about later. So it was another happy accident. I was sitting there knitting thinking, oh my gosh, it was cold enough to wear this sweater for a reason. So that's come out of hibernation and all the hand knits are going to be featured soon because I'm going to Yellowstone next week and it's going to be cold there. So I get to wear all the things. Super excited. That'll be great. Very cool. What have you been stocking? I have been stocking just a couple things. I had a little trouble figuring out stockings since we were recording early and I didn't have my usual full full two weeks to stock yeah. new things <laughs> but i do have a few things one of them was from a designer named afifa who gail and i met at yeah. stitches west mm -hmm. lovely lady and 
she has a new pattern for a sweater coat that's in fingering weight called Journey Home. And in her sample, she blends or fades four different colors, so four skeins of fingering weight. I don't think I would use four is my first thought to that, but I'm not sure yet. But the coat, I we have, unfortunately, we're in kind of a cell phone dead zone here. <laughs> so it's a lovely area on the outskirts of the cell phone service area apparently we don't have great service so i can't show gail the picture of this but picture a long sweater coat with collars faded colors as you go down matching on the sleeves too and there's also a little bit of a stitch pattern worked in there and i oh i can't remember i don't think the front has fastenings so it's drapey oh, front, okay. but it could. Okay. Um, they do meet, I believe. Okay. Or they, they are large enough to meet. And I can't remember if it, yeah, I just can't remember if it has fastenings. See how much we rely on our cell phones I know. and our iPads. I know. <laughs> but I, so I do have a couple of single skeins. Only a couple? Yeah. <laughs> well, a few, a few. I have I have a few single skeins that I might see if I can work out to use for this because you you know that I love a sweater coat. Mm -hmm. And I have in my possession, I believe, three, maybe four of those six hundred yard skeins. Oh. Which might be a nice way to use them because if I had three 600 yard skeins, I might have enough yeah, yeah. yarn with three That's 600 yard skeins. Yards, yeah. So. <clears throat> no, if you no, had 1800 yards, see. Which would be enough for a sweater coat. <laughs> My mouth is not. <laughs> my brain is kind of checked out on vacation already so excuse my addition skills there so it depends i have to pull them out and see what, what colors, colors i have yeah. and how i could work that because if it's two of i know that i have two of one and one of another and yeah i just have to see if i can oh. work it out yeah okay i'm curious and if not then maybe i could figure out a way to incorporate a third color in there too so we'll see and so i just heard a hawk yeah there. we are on the edge of the hawk zone as well yes. this whole area in front of us is an open space that leads up to the university of santa cruz and it's called pogonip and it's a huge area filled with trails for walking and running and biking and horseback riding even. And and it's prime hunting yeah, territory for, for hawks. hawks and other creatures. <laughs> yeah. Lots and lots of activity. Coyotes yeah. and all sorts of critters around here. Yes. Even mountain lions are yep. spotted occasionally. Yep. So Yeah, I can hear that hawk. Yeah. Screeching. There's two of them. They're circling each other. Well, they're short. Right up ahead of us, in front of us, a short distance, the way a bird flies, is where I usually start my runs. And there have been a family of hawks up there. Mm. There are two fledgling hawks. And it's been really fun to watch the mom teaching the young hawks to hunt. It's been really cool. Cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> little uh, wildlife diversion there. So, the sweater coat that is Journey Home by Afifa. And the other thing that I'm, I'm not necessarily stocking it, but I have been stocking, of course, the hot right now on Ravelry just to see what is out there because Gail and I have talked all summer about kind of our pattern burnout and we pattern were both fatigue. pattern fatigue. Yes. And we were looking forward to seeing the new things in the fall. And there have been so many new patterns coming out and then just some overall trends that I've noticed, of course, is the color work yokes. Mm -hmm. We've mentioned that for several episodes. And the other trend seems to be towards pullover sweaters. It seems there are a lot Yay. more pullover sweaters 
being designed right now and and are popular right now as opposed to cardigan sweaters. Yeah, I think so that is yeah. interesting. It's funny, I hadn't of, noticed that, but you're right. Yeah. And perhaps it's part of the yoked and the color work yeah. trend that is popular right now. But I know I didn't several years ago I really wasn't making pullovers as frequently for myself. And in the past year I've made a lot of pullovers. So I have been feeling that pullover trend in what I am knitting and what I am choosing to knit and what I'm choosing to wear. To wear, yeah. And then the other trend that I've noticed is just the big multiple colored shawls, which Gail and I have both fallen into head first mm -hmm. as well because we've both been knitting big multiple colored shawls. <laughs> yeah, Charlene was even wearing her hahui yesterday when I went yeah. to see her at the yarn shop. Yes, I love my hui, which is a pattern by Hohi Locatelli that Gail and I have both knit. We have twin we have hui's. Yes, we do. We're twins, they're fraternal twins yeah. because we've used our <laughs> colors. We use the same yarn but different colorways. Right. Right. So so cool. those are my only stocking things this episode. How about you? What are you stocking? So funny you should mention the Colorwork Yoke sweaters because I have been stocking the throwback sweater by Andrea Mowry really hard. Mm -hmm. It's been in hot right now for several weeks now and I've been going back and forth. Should I knit a Colorwork worsted weight sweater? Yes, no, yes, no. I don't have the stash for it so I'd have to buy yarn. And Charlene and I are going to Vogue Knitting Live tomorrow in San Francisco. And there are three things that have pushed me into, yes, you must knit this sweater. First, our good friend Carol, who is Love Pie, is knitting one. And when I stopped the sweater, because it's a colorwork yoke sweater, those are usually knit in the round. So I stocked the sweater and it doesn't say it's steaked. It says it's knit flat, which really puzzled me. I've never heard of a colorwork sweater knit flat before. So I asked Carol, who had already started it when I ran into her at the gym yesterday. I said, okay, Carol, tell me about this sweater. And she said, oh, I gave up on it. And I said, well, why did you give up? And she said, it's kind of hard. It's kind of fiddly to do the colorwork part. I said, are there rows with three colors? And she said, a few which I grumped about because yeah. <laughs> I don't like rows with more than two colors. Right. And she said, and I'm not very good at stranded knitting. And I said, well, how does it work though? Do you knit back and forth? And she said, yes. And I said, so you're purling and doing color work while you're purling? And she said, yeah, like it was no big deal. And I just kept thinking that doesn't compute, but you do, it's knit flat and you carry mm. the yarn both ways apparently. And you do, pearl stitches with stranded knitting, which I've never even knew was a thing. <laughs> I don't know why not. but huh. So after hearing Carol talk about it, and then she started texting me yesterday afternoon and she said, you inspired me and I picked it back up. Oh, yay. So she's going to keep going, which is great oh, because she's using hand spun in her yoke and I think a commercial yarn for the body of the sweater. But she sent me another text later that night with a picture of her work in progress and it's beautiful. Oh, good. Yeah. So... That's great, because then you'll have somebody Who's local knitted. to compare yours exactly. to. Exactly. Yeah. So Carol was one of my inspirations. Another was my friend Sarah, A Spell of Winter. She just finished hers. She used Malabrigo Rios in a beautiful blue, and then she used really pretty a teal called cyan. And I know, because I was with her at Loop in London when she bought it, <laughs> and a natural or a white, and I can't remember the other color, but it's beautiful on her. And then the third one was Biscuit Girl, who's Kristen. She knit one for the knit along. I think she was one of the test knitters for it. And hers is a beautiful deep red with lighter colors in the yoke. And she has it paired with an adorable dress, black dress that has a zebra print on it, like printed zebras, not a zebra print. It's oh, black okay. with white zebras on it. <laughs> Sorry, that was misleading at first. And it looks so adorable. So after seeing and talking to those three inspirations, that's definitely on the I want to knit it list. Because I also have a designer crush on Andrea Maori, so <laughs> I'm not going to complain about knitting another one of her patterns. So that's the throwback by Andrea Maori. The second thing, I've moved it from stocking 
to preparation is the Ninilchik Swancho by oh. Caitlin Hunter, Boylan Knits. So I talked about this. I have talked about it several times mm-hmm. on the podcast and I've been winding yarn the last two days preparing for vacation knitting and I decided to wind the yarns that I want to use in my Ninilchik because I'm using Tosh Merino Light held double and in some of the parts of the sweater I will need to hold it doubled from one skein. So if I hand wind, I can't get two ends to hold together because one end is buried in the center of the ball the way I hand wind. So I broke out my skein, um, pardon me, I broke out my swift and ball winder and I wound up all the yarn from Ninilchik. So when I come back from vacation, I plan to start swatching for that. I didn't want to drag that on vacation because I have, I think, eight balls of yarn plus scraps that are going to go into that. So it's just too much to carry around on vacation. So Ninilchik has gone from stocking to full-on preparation. I'm pretty excited about that. And then the next thing I'm stocking is a new-to-me pattern and a new-to-me designer. It's called Nerissa, and it's by the designer Elizabeth Smith. And this one got on my radar thanks to Zoe, who is Espresso Bean. She knit it for the knit-along, and it is a raglan sweater, top-down, that is really cool because the sleeves are stockinette, but the body of the sweater is a really cool texture. And it's a really cute, simple sweater. And mm. it's knit with sport weight yarn. And it's leaning more in the cropped direction, mm-hmm. which I'm really enjoying with my wardrobe. Those work really well. So that's on the radar now, Narissa. And it's just a really cute sweater. It looks really simple, yet because you have some texture in the body, you'll you know, your interest level remains high. It's not just stocking it the whole way. So thank you, Zoe, for bringing that to the table in the (laughs) knit along. Cool. Yeah, very cute. We would like to thank our sponsor for the month of September, Plum Deluxe Teas. Don't miss the cornucopia of fall flavors now available at Plum Deluxe Teas. Apple cinnamon, spiced almond, pumpkin, and more. Every tea is hand-blended fresh with the most thoroughly chosen ingredients. Join their tea club for special perks and free shipping on every purchase at just $10 a month. Visit PlumDeluxe.com to learn more. Did you get your elderberry tea yet to try? I did get my elderberry tea and I really like it. Oh, very cool. I really like it. It's dried elderberries and they, depending on how many you put in your tea it's obviously a little stronger or less strong and it's interesting because it turns the tea the tea color is a purpley dark color Hmm. it's interesting must be pretty but it's not too sweet i quite like it i'm gonna have to try it i recommend it yeah charlene texted me the other night have you made your Plum Deluxe order yet? And I said, no. And she said, will you add an elderberry in there for me? Are they on sale right now for $3? Is that, or five or something like that? It's on sale. Yeah. I believe it's one of the fall specials. Nice. I'm going to have to do that before I leave on vacation. All right. So what are you knitting? I am knitting a couple things. Right now in my hand, I have a new carry around project. That is taking the place of the Jessica Jones cowl that Gail so kindly said she would finish up for me. Yep. (laughs) See you later. (laughs) So this, the pattern is, it is a free pattern that I found through Ravelry, though it is not downloadable from Ravelry. It's one of those patterns that has a pointer to a website where you go to get the free pattern. And the pattern is the Beachcombers Cowl by Melissa Thompson. And it's super easy knit in the round in ribbing. So I think the pattern, such that it is, only has like five lines. It has a cast on number and then your ribbing pattern. And then at some point the ribbing changes and goes to another pattern, but a very brief pattern. And the sample on the pattern page is knit in two colors, so it's striped. Obviously, I am not striping it. I am using... It's obvious because I'm looking at it. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. 
obvious to Gail yep. is the fact that I am not striping it. I am using a variegated yarn in very autumnal colors from Kim Dye's yarn, and it is gorgeous, gorgeous, it's really gorgeous. Pretty. There's some gold in there, some green, a little bit of brown, something that almost looks maroon. Mm -hmm. Although I think that might be the the blending of the brown and the gold. I'm not sure. It's just very, very pretty. And there's it's almost it there's goes teal from a in teal, it too. Yeah. yeah, teal to a green. An olive green, really pretty. And the colors, I was telling Gail, they're just so vibrant and bright. Not Nothing muddy about it. Sometimes with autumnal colors blended in a variegated skein, they get muddy. But these are bright and clear. It's really and a beautiful skein of yarn. Just gorgeous. And it knit a, knits up very pretty, too. It does. Yeah. And it's a DK white skein. I believe it is her... I can't remember the name of the base. Yeah, I can't remember the name name of the base. It'll be on my project page for the pattern, though. But just absolutely gorgeous skein. And I'm very happy knitting this up right now. <laughs> this will be the project for the train tomorrow. When Gail and I take our little field trip to San Francisco, we decided to take the train so that we can both sit and knit and chat. <laughs> It'll be an adventure. Yep. I'm super excited. <laughs> super excited. Yes. And the second thing I have on the needles is my washed out shawl, which is a pattern by Hohi Locatelli. There are three colors involved in the washing out of color of this <laughs> shawl, going from the darkest to the lightest, ending with a large lace edging on the shawl in the lightest color and I'm actually on my third skein right now so I'm just starting to get into that lace section I finished I believe last time we recorded I was still on the striping so yeah now I'm into just the beginnings of that lace section fun and the third thing that I have on the needles is my beekeeper card again which is a pattern by Marie Green that one is something that I was slow to start on. I got it on the needles. And then even though I did my swatch correctly, for some reason, I realized that I had started my bee pattern incorrectly and my bees were wingless. So I <laughs> so needed, they to, fly. Yeah, needed to rip that out, go back a couple pattern repeats and get that correct. I'm not sure what I was thinking. I think I was just, I was almost sleep knitting, oh. you know, just knitting and not really thinking about what I was doing because I had done this swatch in pattern. I don't know. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it yep. happens. At least it happened early. So that one was a little slow getting started, like I said, but I'm having fun with it now and I've separated the sleeves and I'm knitting down the body and I have to figure out how long I want to make it. As written, it's a shorter sweater and I'm just, I need to figure out how much yarn I have. Somebody in our Ravelry group knit one for the knit along. Two people and did. Yeah, actually yeah, two, two people did. But one of them was a little bit longer version of it and I really liked that. So I have to decide how long I want to make mine yep. and figure out if I have enough yarn even to make it longer because I still have two sleeves to go. So I need to save enough yarn for the sleeve. So I may end up just putting the body on scrap yarn, knitting the sleeves and seeing how much yarn I have left. Knit until you run out. Yeah, that may be the strategy here. We'll see. But that is the beekeeper cardigan. And I'm knitting that with my Desert Island slash Holy Grail yarn, which is Madeline Tosh logwood color. <laughs> yep. No longer do they dye logwood. Yeah. <sighs> so 
love I'm gonna I'm gonna love the color of this sweater and hopefully I will love the style and design on me as well <laughs> yes but if you don't you can rip it out and use I the yarn can. again and I know I, you will yep. <laughs> okay so what are you knitting Gail Right now in my hands, I am knitting the Kiss Me Romper by Kate Oates, only I am doing it as a sleep sack for my granddaughter who's due in January. And I love how these colors are so working pretty. together. I'm using Candy Skein Black Current, which is a beautiful purple. And I'm striping that with Yarn Loves Airy Clouds, which is a white slash neutrally background with speckles of pink and blue and purple and it's so pretty it's they're very subtle speckles it's yes. not an in-your-face speckly yarn at all and they just are gorgeous i brought this into the swift stitch yesterday and was knitting on it with a couple of our friends and it was very funny one of them asked what yarns are those and i said one of them is candy skein and phoebe said it's black current isn't it <laughs> i said yes it is very well done so she's so familiar with tammy's colorway names that she knew exactly what purple i was using and i did some research to figure out how long i should knit this because i've never knit a sleep sack before and i think i'm going to do 18 inches from the underarm i think that'll be plenty long and that means i have about I don't know, probably eight inches to go on the body, maybe a little more. And then I need to pick up stitches to knit the neckband and the collar. There's one little button in the collar and then the little short sleeves. So it's, you know, getting close and it will be vacation knitting. So I'll finish this while on vacation. I think it'd be fun to finish it in Yellowstone. Yes. So that would be a really fun <laughs> thing. So that's the Kiss Me Romper by Kate Oates. Very simple, easy pattern. It's actually written to be a romper so you would instead of knitting in the round all the way down she has instructions for doing darts if you want to add some material for the butt in case you're using cloth diapers and if you're not using cloth diapers you can keep going and then you separate to do two legs and she has instructions for putting in snaps to snap it closed and she has instructions for I think she calls it a balloon, which basically the romper ends right at their cute chubby little thighs or full length legs. So great pattern, lots of sizes. I'm really enjoying it. And it's a top down raglan shaping. So it's as simple as simple gets. Very fun pattern. And I'm also working on my Viajant by Martina Beam. That's also going to be super easy vacation knitting because it's a lace weight. So fits in a nice perfect little project bag and fits into all of my carry-on bags and work bags and things like that easy portable project and I could I was almost cast on so it's not technically what I'm knitting but I've swatched twice for it so I think that counts right I think it counts. And this is the Elton cardigan by Hohi Locatelli, which I was stocking when we last recorded. And I was planning to use a Madeline Tosh lace with the Madeline Tosh Tosh Merino light. I swatched and the colors were so similar that the striping was almost invisible. It was so subtle that it basically, as Charlene described it, it's not worth the effort of striping it because you can't really see the difference. And so I went home and did a little stash diving and I'm still using the same Madeline Tosh lace, which is Coquette is the mm -hmm. name of the colorway. And I'm using, instead of Tosh Merino Light, I'm going to use applied fingering yarn. It is Western Sky Knits Kim's Merino Cashmere Nylon Blend. This colorway doesn't have a name, but <laughs> it is a very beautiful, perfect pink that has speckles that match Coquette. Yes. And it is glorious. It's a great combination. Oh, it's a great combination. The combination and, and Kim's yarn. I was, <laughs> when we saw it at Stitches, we help Kim and Heather set up their booth. So Charlene and I get to touch all the skeins before <laughs> anyone else gets to see them. Which is really dangerous. It's super dangerous. <laughs> so when I pulled these three skeins out of the bag, I said, oh my gosh, Kim, I love these. And she said, take them, they're yours. So oh my gosh, I mean, she gave me these three glorious skeins of yarn. So I've been saving them for the perfect project. And yesterday, 
as I was standing there feeling sorry for myself because my first yarn choices weren't going to work, I thought, oh my gosh, that Kim yarn might be perfect. So lo and behold, perfect contrast to the coquette. And here's my ease sweater story. So I had my ease sweater on last night while I was knitting and that's knit with Kim's merino cashmere nylon worsted weight in the colorway Go Go Girl. Well, I'm telling you, this yarn is like Go Go Girl with some speckles in it yeah. and a little more variegation or a little more tonality to it. So as I was knitting, I'm looking at my sweater and the yarn in my hand. Oh my gosh, it's almost the same color. So I obviously like Kim's pinks. <laughs> it's pretty clear. And I have to say, I'm super happy that you like this combo because I felt really bad telling you that about your first swatch because it was gorgeous, gorgeous. It was really pretty, but the subtlety of the two colors was so subtle yeah. that I was just afraid she would go through all this trouble to stripe and using the two yarns and you almost couldn't tell. Yeah, and so. that's called being a good friend. Is you say something <laughs> like that and it didn't hurt my feelings at all. It was uh, that's what I had been thinking anyways, but I wanted it to work so much. Yeah. That I was trying to convince myself and she was right. It wasn't going to be worth it. It wasn't the effect that the sweater's supposed to have. Because the sweater, oh, he designed it with two different yarns. One is a merino fingering single ply, the other is a lace weight mohair wool blend. So two different weights, two different yarns with different fibers, but in the same colorway. So you get a very definite striping effect, but... But it's a textural stripe rather yes. than a colored stripe. And a sheerness stripe too, yeah. because the lace weight is knit at the same gauge as the fingering. Right. And so you really have to stretch that yeah. swatch or sweater to get it all to open up properly. So you have that stripe effect too. For some reason, the combination of the Tosh Merino Light and the Tosh Lace was not doing that. I kept trying no, to sweat, stretch my wasn't. swatch out more to give that lace stripe more definition, but it really wasn't working. So it's working now. Yes, you can definitely this see. combo works. Yeah, I'm super happy with it. So It's less subtle. But it's, it's more it's me not, too. It's not contrast. I wouldn't say... I guess light and dark, it is more contrasty, but it is. It's very you, and it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm super happy with it. So I swatched last night. I've already washed and blocked the swatch, and I will cast on tonight because I want to have the shoulders done before I leave on vacation so that I, you know, you want to get the first part of a pattern done yeah. if it's something that's a sweater to make sure you're not going to change needles or something right. so that you have everything you need you when be you go on vacation. Exactly. <laughs> so I was determined to have the swatch ready to show Charlene today so that I could get her approval before I started the Because <laughs> that's how I, I totally operate. I understand. That's how I operate. So that's the Elton Cardigan by Hohi Locatelli. So it's going to be a really fun knit. And these yarns are just making me so very happy. In fairness, it's only been a week since we last recorded. So have you finished that's anything? That's true. I have not finished anything. So why don't you tell us about your big finish? And I do. I have two finishes. So the not as big one, I finished the 14th row on my sock yarn blanket. And that means I have four rows to go. And I think wow. my goal is to get it done by the end of the year. Cool. I think I can pull that off. So super excited about that. Just like tingly with excitement. It's been <laughs> on the needles for three years or something like that. And I always intended it to be a very long-term project. But now that the end is in sight, I, I have that finish line sprint happening. Right. I can feel it. <laughs> and the other thing I finished, my super big finish, I finished my Weekender sweater by Andrea Mowry. That's which, a really big finish. Yeah. Not quite as big as it seems, though, because I only used about 850 to 900 yards. So for a sweater knit in DK weight yarn, I really expected it to be more yards than that, thus mm -hmm. a bigger finish. But it's a sweater. I finished a sweater. Yeah. And it's beautiful, and I love it. And I wore it yesterday for the first time and had to take it off quickly because it got really warm, but wore it down to the yarn shop to show it off. And Charlene tried it on and it looked really good on her. I loved it. It, it looks really good. I mean, the, the height of it even was perfect for Charlene, 
who has a taller waist than I do. And then our friend Nancy tried it on. And these are three very different body types between Charlene, my body type, and Nancy. Very different body types. But everyone agreed it looked better, really good on all of us. I think it should have. I think for me, it would have to be a little bit longer. I think longer in the back, but I don't, I liked the length in the front because it hit right at your jeans and it showed off the belt buckle. And I know mm. the whole outfit you had on yesterday, I really liked it. <laughs> Thank you. It totally worked. Thank you. But it's a great sweater. Incredibly yeah, easy pattern. I love the yarn. I know I'm going to wear it a lot. It's going on vacation with me and <laughs> it's going to be high it's in rotation. It's kind of sweater. Yeah. Yes. Super easy to wear. So that's The Weekender by Andrea Mowry. And the yarn, I've talked about it before. It's the DK weight thin wool yarn. And if you ever have an opportunity to try yarn from a small farm, I highly recommend you give it a try because it's so unique compared to commercial yarns. And in my experience, it is not as easy to find it either. Yeah. I think people who visit Rhinebeck and places on the East Coast might have more accessibility to it. Mm -hmm. But here in California, it's something that we rarely see. Brooke from Sincere Sheep often has... I was going to mention yeah, her. She's yes. one person who I know always has some type of unique wool fiber in her shop. And Charlene's used her Cormo. I have some of her Cormo that I haven't used yet. I've tried her Rambouillet. She always has really cool yarn. And... The opportunity to try that to me is just so special. So I highly recommend if you get the opportunity, give it a try, even yeah. buy one skein for a hat or yeah. something just to feel it and experience the difference in how different wool feels because we, most of us use highly processed merino wool versus a whole different type of sheep and different type of processing it really makes a fun difference in your knitting so it, it does and a couple years ago we had a series mm -hmm. where we talked about different kinds of wool and the different qualities you can expect and why you would want to use differing types of wool for specific things and i don't have a link that a spoken link that I can share, but I will link to this from our website. There is a free class on Craftsy by Deb Robson, mm -hmm. who wrote the book on the different kinds of wool. And the free class has a lot of information about why you would want to try different kinds of wool and what types of projects are great for different types of wool. So it's just something to be aware of that there is more than Merino out so there. Much <laughs> and that class by Deb Robeson is really, really interesting too. Even if you don't intend to try the different types of wool, it's a really interesting free course on Craftsy and Go back and listen to our episodes. We interviewed Deb mm -hmm. on one episode. We interviewed Clara Parks on one episode because she is another great advocate for knitting with different breeds of wool. Mm -hmm. She often in her knitters review will talk about different types of wool and it's just fascinating. We also have an episode with Brooke. Yeah, Brooke from Brooke Sincere Sheep. Brooke from yeah. Sincere Sheep and she is chock full of information. She has a lot of information to share and she's very generous with what she knows and is very excited to share. So that would be another good episode yeah. to review if you have that interest. Definitely. So, yep, I just had to put that plug there for different, <laughs> different little sheepies. Now, as we said at the beginning of the episode, today is the last day of the Colors of Fall Knit Along wow. for this year. Another one over and in the books. It's very exciting. It is. And it just makes me teary eyed that Another one is Over. coming to an end. It's like one of our babies has, <laughs> yes. has hit another birthday. <laughs> yes. And I had such fun looking through the thread with all of the finished objects. Yes. It was just amazing and inspiring. And as usual, really gets you in the mood for 
fall. Definitely. (laughs) Even though some people were saying things like, sorry, I'm not more fashion forward or something, but come on, we all wear our standard uniforms. Mm -hmm. So we don't have to be fashion forward, but man, some of you amazing outfits, simply amazing. It was just so fun to see all the finished objects. I, I just absolutely love it. And if you haven't just go through and look at all the pictures really fun thread yeah excellent excellent thread. i agree and there were a few we wanted to mention yeah one of them i wanted to mention was knitter miriam aka zauli on ravel on ravelry and she showed her socks and shawl that she had knit for the knit along but the thing that i loved is that in her finished object photo where she was wearing the socks and shawl she paired them with an ultraviolet sweater which is the color color for 2018 though she hadn't knit the sweater for this knit along she had previously knitted but what a perfect pairing exactly yep (laughs) well done miriam and of course since ultraviolet is my color that I love so much. Of course, I'm going to notice that. Yep. So that was an excellent, and I did notice that. One of the ones I wanted to mention, our friend Alex, who is under Dutch skies, she knit an even star shawl, which is an extraordinary circular shawl that has amazing lace work and has beads in it. It's one of those like penultimate projects I think that if you're going to knit it is just one of those heirloom masterpiece knitting glorious finished objects heirloom is the word that came to mind for me as well when I looked at it because the lace work was incredible the colors the way they flowed one to the other because she did it in a gradient yes it just was beautiful beautiful and that's hand spun yarn she spun that yarn (laughs) so she spun the yarn that she used to knit her even star which is a masterpiece work of hand knit art so i just had to mention that and i see it it's also on charlene's Mm -hmm. list so it's you know she and i both noticed it and recently brandy who is part of the group i don't think she did it for the knit along but she just finished an even star too absolutely gorgeous beautiful alex's is a gradient and has multiple colors and brandy's is a solid color and they're just extraordinarily beautiful well done you guys and another one that i really liked jess who is delphinian on ravelry she knit a really beautiful simple cowl that she paired with two hand sewn pieces that she made for fall as well a tank top and a pair of linen trousers and just like katie emma does every knit along the idea of knitting a piece that goes with something that you've you know either sewn yourself or hand sewn just blows me away the level of talent that takes so if you did more than just the hand knit piece and also sewed something to go with it I'm so impressed. So (laughs) impressed. I am too. Another one that I noticed, because it was a sweater that I also have made, was Knitter Elizabeth, a.k.a. Roseanne 101 on Ravelry. She made a beautiful orange calyx sweater. Oh, it was gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Such a great autumnal color. Mm -hmm. The yarn was unusual. It was 100% percent tencel i remember thinking but it was beautiful yeah absolutely gorgeous it looked like it went really well with this pattern the drape was beautiful i just loved it and that color looked just really good on her too yeah it really did another one i absolutely loved rosemary who is snazana on ravelry she knit a wonder woman wrap in the wonder woman colors and she paired it with a blue dress with white stars on it yeah that was so cool (laughs) just beyond cool for superhero fans so well done rose rosemary one of the wraps that i really loved was raveler d-t-r-o-j d-trog 
Yeah, she's from Holland, I think. But she doesn't have her her name on Ravelry. I wish I could pronounce it. I know your first name, but I cannot pronounce it. My apologies. And she's on my list, too. (laughs) Oh, she knit a beautiful suburban wrap Mm -hmm. by Hohe Locatelli that was done in purples and grays. My colors. I saw that. So I was very attracted to it. (laughs) Loved the color choice. I could make it in the same colors. And it totally made me go back and look at that pattern again by Hohe thinking why isn't this on my list I want to make this because it was just beautiful that wasn't already in your favorites the suburban Uh map I don't Ah. know if it was or not I know I have others of her big of Hohe's large shawls I don't know if I have that one yeah that one's a rectangular yeah yeah but it's absolutely beautiful yeah it's very pretty one of my other ones Chris who is Chris P craft on Ravelry she knit herself a wedding shawl and it's so pretty and her picture is adorable. She's spinning in her wedding dress and she hasn't gotten married yet, but it's just beautiful. And she knit herself. It was funny. Her description said she's been trying to stay calm because in wedding planning, you can't necessarily control everything, but she can control her knitting. So she also <laughs> knit a beautiful colorworks sweater for an anniversary, not an anniversary, a honeymoon sweater. And it's beautiful. It's almost black and white and it's just stunning. So congratulations, Chris, on your upcoming marriage and your beautiful knitwear. Nice. And then the last one I wanted to mention also has a little funny story to go along with it. This is a striped pullover sweater that was knit by Martha aka knit crit on Ravelry and I really liked the pullover sweater that she knit but the funny story that she told about it was that she realized when she finished the sweater that she knit the entire sweater in the wrong stitch pattern. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know the story behind it but it was beautiful anyway. Oh, good. You could, of course, you couldn't tell. The sweater was beautiful. And it had stripes of differing purples in there. It was really nice. And I just thought it was a funny story. Then that's so, not a mistake. That's a design feature. It's a design. Well done, yes, Martha. It's, good it's planning. It's a modification. Exactly. <laughs> and I have two more that I want to mention because they're so cool. Kara, who is Wubberub on Ravelry, she knit the flax sweater but she didn't just knit a sweater she knit a dress and it's color blocked and it's awesome it Mm. is so pretty and i just love it to pieces it has pink and it has gray and it's just (laughs) absolutely fabulous and amy who is let's see if i can do this a-a-t-o-r-d-o-f-f is her ravelry username and she knit a miette which is a cropped cardigan by andy satterlin i've knit it before and hers is red, and she paired it with a white dress with black polka dots. And it's about the cutest thing ever. <laughs> so those were some of our honorable mentions for the knit along. But every single project, and some of them, the color work and the color pairings some of you did were just phenomenal. I was not in love with the palettes this year when they were first announced. But the way some of you paired them together just makes me want to copy all of you shamelessly like literally I want to go and knit the throwback sweater that Kristen Biscuit Girl knit just the way she knit it in just the same colors and buy that same dress with the zebras on it well it's interesting that you mentioned you weren't totally in love with the palettes because as I was looking through the thread and looking at the finished object photos one of the things that stood out to me was the same thing that you just mentioned, just the use of color and the pairings of the color, because I even noticed there were people that had like colored slacks or colored denim. Yes. And a lot of times the pants are just the neutral part of your object but I just noticed that there was a lot of interesting use of color and pairing parts like the pants that are often the neutrals Mm -hmm. there were also pops of color coming from that too so it was very cool yes one of the outfits and I'm sorry I don't remember your name she 
I think it was either a shawl or a cowl. It was an accessory piece, but she paired it with a pair of floral print pants that looked like maybe capri-ish, mm -hmm. skinny jean type of pants with an almost tunicky type of top that had stripes in it. And hmm. it's that mixed print idea. Mm -hmm. And it was so awesome. And it just made me think, oh, I wish I had the pieces in my closet yeah. to do that with. Because yeah. like you said, the pants don't have to be a neutral. They can be more center stage than that. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the outfits that I really loved that I never would have thought to do that. Exactly. So that's what I, I love about this knit along. I just more ideas. noticed a lot of things like that and a lot of paired colors together that looked really cool. So yep. well but, done, everybody. Yes. Once again, just amazed by the talent and the creativity and the fashion forward ways you think, because that's not my way. So <laughs> I get ideas from you that I totally use the rest of the year that become, they fold into my wardrobe and I appreciate that because yeah. my wardrobe needs a little help. So yeah. mine too. And what we've done for prizes, because we want to make sure that knit along runs until midnight tonight and we are recording far before midnight. What we've done is we've picked 10 people for now, so Charlene and I can do the prizes together. And then what I'm going to do is pick the remaining six after the knit along closes, and I will record those later and just tack it on right here. So don't worry if you've got your finished object in past the time we're recording, you were still eligible for prizes. <laughs> so the first prize was post number 46, who is Stephanie S. S.S. Burke on Ravelry. And she knit the all point south Yay. poncho. Po not a poncho. I'm sorry. <laughs> but the, I still think it's a poncho. The all point south, not a poncho. Exactly. <laughs> and it was beautiful. You were actually one of the reasons that I decided to rip mine out because I was forcing my colors to work and they weren't working. And I saw yours and it was just so perfect that I thought I can't force these colors. So I need to go back to the drawing board. <laughs> and she also knit a lowbrow cowl and you won the prize from Marianne, our awesome Raveler slash Yarniac in Norway. And she's going to be giving you a package with Norwegian yarn, the real stuff from Norway, along with some suggested patterns to nice. use with that. So thank you, Marianne, nice. for that prize and congratulations, Stephanie. Next prize goes to post 105, Robin, a.k.a. Bobby Socks, for her Ishbel shawl, and she won yarn from Trisha, tie-dye diva. And that's a skein of Mrs. Crosby in a beautiful, aubergine dream, I think it's the name of the colorway. It's a beautiful purple. And post number 37, Sarah, who is McGum on Ravelry, and... I think the sweater name is Afmaeli, and it's a colorwork sweater that is absolutely beautiful. And you won the treasure chest slash goodie bag from Adrian, who is Classic Age. Post 104, who is Hillary, Hillary S. on Ravelry, for her Armand cardigan. And she wins a pattern from Becky Green Thumb. And this is the coolest coincidence ever. Two people who donated prizes for the knit along also won prizes for mm -hmm. the knit along. So Mary Ann, and I can't say your Ravelry name, but our, our awesome friend from Norway, you win a prize for your adorable baby Layette and your beautiful halfway home shawl. You were post number two, by the way, which is pretty cool when <laughs> post number two wins. And you also get a pattern from Becky, who is green thumb on Ravelry. So post 29, who is Julie, J. Chant on Ravelry. She knit two, sock, two pairs of socks, mitts, and a cowl. And she wins stitch markers from Christelle. Yep. And we have three sets of stitch markers to give away. And Julie, congratulations. I just was listening to one of Helen's Curious Handmade podcasts, and I hear that you won a prize on her podcast, oh, wow. too. That was very cool. <laughs> so the next set of stitch markers goes to post number 28, Winnie, who is QT Mousy on Ravelry, for your Sunset Highway shawl, which is gorgeous. And these were not Colors of Fall projects, but she just finished the most adorable dragon 
you've got to go look at her projects. It was in like the September or the finished object really thread. Cute. Oh, it's so stinking cute. Yeah. And Winnie, you win a set of stitch markers from Christelle. And let's see, the last set of stitch markers goes to post 94, who is Nikki Nikolic on Ravelry for her Ease sweater. Another Ease. I love it. <laughs> I love it. And we have two winners for the veranda wrap from the Yarnery local yarn store. And the first of those goes to, I'm going to spell it because I can't pronounce it, D-T-R-O-J. So very cool. She was one yes. of our mentions yes. earlier. And that was a suburban wrap. So for your suburban wrap, you win a veranda wrap pattern. So that comes with all the yarn you need. Ted from the Yarnery is going to choose five colors of fall colors of Holtzgarn in Coast, and then the other kit will be in Noble. So you win the one in Coast. Congratulations. And the next kit goes to post 77, Trisha, also known as Tie-Dye Diva on Ravelry for her dog walker sweater. So... Trisha, tie-dye diva, also donated, donated a prize. Donated a prize, yes. yes. And her outfit, you've got to go look at it. This dog walker sweater is like a classic pullover sweater, and she has it paired with the cutest pair of leopard print pumps. That's right. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, so cute. Yeah. And those were all 10 prizes. Yes. So those are the 10 prizes we're announcing now. And in just a few seconds, you'll hear my voice again from the future <laughs> announcing the six remaining prizes. Hi, here I am from the future. It is Monday, September 24th, when I'm drawing the final six prizes for the knit along. So the first winner was post number 106, Nitty Nitty Bang Bang. And she knit a magic spring shawl, which is really cute and she won one of the patterns from Cheryl Beckerich. And the next Cheryl Beckerich pattern goes to Daisy, who is Osquary on Ravelry. She was post number five, and Daisy knit an adorable Ricky hat and a beautiful Copenhagen calling shawl. No, Copenhagen calling cowl, sorry about that. The third winner of the Cheryl Beckerich pattern is Jennifer, Jennifer SC. And she knit a beautiful hero's poncho or ponchetta, a brickyard, which is a beautiful pullover by Elizabeth Doherty. And let's see, oh, a spindrift shawl. That's right, from Helen Stewart. The next prize is the 600 yard gradient set from Marionated Yarns donated by our friend Katie Katinka on Ravelry. And that goes to post number 53, who is Tori, Tori Darling who knit a beautiful Zweig or Zweig sweater, the design by Caitlin Hunter. And Tori, your sweater put that pattern on my radar. I totally want to knit that now. The next one goes to post number 67, who is Hannah. Hannah, H-A, let me just spell it. H-A-N-A-H-A-S-I is your Ravelry name. And you won three patterns from Katie Katinka's shop. Congratulations. And the last winner is post number 96, who is Victoria, Victoria LDC. And she knit a Tecumseh sweater, also a Caitlin Hunter design, and an all about that brioche shawl. And the shawl is super special because her son bought the yarn for her in Europe, Amsterdam, I believe, and then sent it to her. And she's gonna go visit him and wear the shawl. And Tecumseh, Charlene and I got to see that live yesterday at Vogue Knitting Live, and it is adorable. That shot straight up to the top of my I must knit this now list. And one thing I just realized that I forgot to do, I forgot to say what Hannah knit. Oh, that's right. She, she knit a very beautiful sweater. She called it Cloudy Coast, but it's the Sunshine Coast pattern by Heidi Kiermeyer. And she has it styled like a Texan with her cowboy boots, which I think is adorable. I wear my cowboy boots all the time and I'm not from Texas. So congratulations, everybody. And I almost forgot to say, if you want a prize, please contact Charlene because I will be out of town without internet connectivity. So Charlene can get you set up with your prize winner. Thanks. Thank you to everyone who contributed and played along and knit along with us or crocheted along or spun along beautiful projects. I'm always inspired by all of you and I, I really appreciate too. everybody it's playing along. So humbling 
to see everybody come together and create masterpieces. Beautiful masterpieces yep. from sticks and string. <laughs> from sticks and string. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening. Thanks for participating in the knit along and we'll talk to you in a few weeks. Happy knitting. Happy knitting. Bye-bye. Bye. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gaily Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gaily Whaley.